All across America and around the world, this is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry. Welcome to Veterans Radio. My name is Dale Throneberry. And on today's program, we're going to be talking with Jason Moon from WarriorSongs.org. It's all about veteran music, written by veterans, produced by veterans, performed by veterans, and hopefully for your enjoyment today here on Veterans Radio. Before we get into talking with Jason, I need to make sure that we thank our sponsors. Uh, First of all, we've got Legal Help for Veterans, specializing in veterans' disability claims. Call Legal Help for Veterans at 800-693-4800. The National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, is the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of veteran-owned businesses. For more information, you can go to their website. That's nvbdc.org. The Eisenhower Center here in Ann Arbor, Michigan, specializes in treatment for veterans, first responders, athletes, anyone suffering from post-traumatic stress, TBI, or a closed head injury. Eisenhower Center is more than just a neurorehabilitation center. They are working to ensure that your outcome far exceeds your prognosis. So please contact the Eisenhower Center at 800-554-5543 or go to their website, eisenhowercenter.com, for more information. U.S. Wings, the manufacturer and distributor of the finest leather flight jackets in the world. They also manufacture and sell all kinds of military paraphernalia. Go to uswings.com for more information. And make sure that you register to win the giveaway jacket that U.S. Wings is providing to Veterans Radio that we give away during our last program of every month. That's our benefits program. And finally, we have the Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center here in Ann Arbor, Michigan. All right, so let's get right into our program now. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking with uh, Jason Moon of the WarriorSongs.org, just a brief background on the Warrior Songs is I wanted to just read their mission statement to you. It's a nonprofit organization committed to facilitating veterans healing through music and the creative arts. And that's exactly what they do. Jason is a uh, an Army veteran, combat engineer, served in Iraq, uh, had his own issues that he went through, and music was his savior. So let's get right into that interview right now. Jason, welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, I got to remind our audience that we did talk to Jason back in 2018 when an, uh, a couple of the other albums came out, which were, where did I write that down? Here it is. Uh, if You Have to Ask and Women at War. Yeah, If You Have to Ask was the first one, 2016, and it turned out a lot like me, uh, white and male, because I, I didn't have a lot of resources, so I just reached for what was near me, and that was my community. We got some criticism, justly so. But luckily, we also got, um, with a lot of the criticism, we got some small offers to help. So we collaborated with an organization called Women Veterans Social Justice and created the first ever in the history of modern music collection of women veteran stories turned into a compilation CD, Women at War. And uh, now it's 2018. And then we turned our attention recently to Vietnam veterans on this recent release, The Last Thing We Ever Do. Right, and and I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you putting that together. For our audience's sake, tell me what Warrior Songs does. How do you put together these these musical CDs? Well, I'm a combat engineer, so there's no firm answer. We, we <laughs> achieve the goal by whatever means necessary. Two hard and fast rules. One, the veteran is always in control. So the veteran can get 99% of the process done, and they can say, I'm done I don't want to participate, and the songwriter has to be prepared to receive that. We, 
Only had that happen a couple of times, but it is the veteran is in complete control of the process at all times. And um, it has to be first-person testimony. So from there, we just take that, and if everyone's willing to play by those rules, oh, and the third rule is it's the songwriter split. In perpetuity, the songwriter and the veteran own the song together. Warrior Song says no um, monetary interest in the song. They have to agree to a complete uh, Nashville uh, songwriting rule. Uh, um, so with those three rules in play, we just find the veterans who have a story that they need and want to tell, you know, we usually form a committee of people with experience. I formed a three-person uh, committee for Vietnam veterans who kind of help guide it. And then we match them with the songwriters. And it's really an amazing process. It's all about the truth. We've had, uh, on volume one, there was a veteran who unfortunately had to take the lives of two small children who were strapped with explosives. And uh, he couldn't really speak about it outside of a certain circle. So he painted a painting. And the, and the artist, uh, the songwriter went from there. Other times it's a poem, but sometimes it's a full sitting down. And, and, you know, a lot of these people have formed friendships. They sit down and they work together on a song. Most of our songwriters are civilians. And it's because we want to translate the experience, you know, so that civilians can understand it. A large part of this project is getting the truth that all of us veterans carry oftentimes secretly inside all the pain and the suffering, getting it out, getting it off of our individual shoulders and onto the collective shoulders of our society, and we do that through these songs. I think that's really important. I, I, you know, no you know, detriment to civilians, but most of them really don't quite understand what it is that you do when you're in the service, especially if you're deployed to some dangerous place. And, you know, you do come home, with the baggage, I think that we're the society is doing a much better job now as far as trying to help veterans transition in, into you know civilian life. And there's all all kinds of programs, so many great nonprofit organization organizations out there that are helping and, and are there. But it still takes the veteran to reach out to those organizations. And I think that that's, that was one of my questions to you. How do you find these people? Do they, do they reach out to you? Does a veteran reach out? Or you hear a story and then somebody goes out and approaches the veteran? It, well, by, it started out, you know, um, I would just run into them in my outreach. I, I travel the country doing outreach and a presentation called Seven Things Never to Say to a Veteran, uh, where we talk about how civilians can complicate our reintegration with the ignorant things they ask us. But now uh, we also give all of our CDs away for free to veterans and all of our services away for free. So 10 years into that, um, we are just really have a lot of veterans that we've worked with. I've worked with probably 50,000 veterans in the last 10 years. And, and, um, and we just, I kind of, when I hear a story or uh, from a veteran, that's just, you know, something that I didn't know, or, or I, I want to know more about that, you know, because I was a combat engineer in Iraq. I don't have every veteran experience. When I hear one that's like compelling and it really isn't in the common, you know, vernacular of stories and experiences, that's when we'll select that song and we just kind of hold it. And then as I travel and work in studios and perform with people, I just run into musicians and it's ever increasing now. And then we'll find someone and we'll just suggest a match. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but um, that's generally how we do it. We just, we just run into them. So this this particular album, this is the one that I, that we need to talk about, is yeah. focusing 
on Vietnam veterans. And why did you de decide to focus on uh, these when, old guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you old guys. Well, you had a rough time of it. And when I got home, you know, uh, things were changing for the better. Uh, and a large part of that was due to, you know, the Vietnam veterans um, taking the brunt of suffering uh, when we got home. Uh, also, uh, after my suicide attempt, the first time I was in a group of veterans was at a soldier's heart retreat shortly after that suicide time. And it was three Vietnam veterans. And I had been carrying all this shame and guilt of just suffering with PTSD and silence. I thought I was weak and a bad soldier and the only human being in the whole world because I just self-isolated. And I got out of the National Guard the moment I got home. I just never looked back. And here I am sitting with these three old crusty Vietnam vets and I start talking about how I get up and check the door every night now. And they just start laughing. They're just laughing. And they're like, oh, Rick here, he built a bunker in 92. We had to go in. And, you know, they just, they, it just instantly normalized everything. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to honor, you know, not just those three, but uh, the Vietnam Veterans of American motto. Never again will one generation of veterans turn their back on another. And the Vietnam veterans really came forward to help the next generation of veterans to make sure advocating for us, you know, just saying it's okay, it's okay to have PTSD, it's okay to not be okay. And we were, you know, we had a choice after volume one, women have kind of been overlooked for all of human history. Right. And Vietnam veterans were going to be leaving us very soon, you know, as some of them transition into end of life. So we made the call that the women CD should be prioritized, but then immediately, we have 11 volumes scheduled up the next volume. We wanted to get this wisdom, and the main reason was I figured, having struggled through PTSD, and I've had relapses since I got better, so I know it takes, you know, a whole lifetime. Anyone who's still standing had to find a way. You know, if you're a Vietnam vet and you took the substance abuse, you, you don't live through 30 years of heroin abuse. Mm -hmm. You know, those, those people are mostly all gone, the people that, that succumb to the long way PTSD can kill you and the short way suicide and, and, and homelessness and drug abuse and prison and jail and all the places you go if you don't feel it. So any Vietnam veteran who's still here today had to find some way to live a life with it, you know, to live with it. And there's a wisdom there and we could capture it hopefully and share it with future generations. It's kind of a path so that just like, you know, just like we do in the military, once the minefield's cleared, we don't make the next person clear it again. Mm -hmm. Mark so this is a way, and that's why the CD focused so much on the different ways that veterans have healed and found relief, because that's what we wanted to, we wanted to know. How did, how did you do it? How did, how are you still smiling after everything you saw at your age? How did you get there with a smile on your face? Because it's hard to smile some days. It, well, it is, and you don't need to go through. I mean, we, we talk a lot about uh, post-traumatic stress. We've, we've dropped the D officially here on, on Veterans Radio because it. You know, it, the connotation in there is that it's a, you know, a disease that you get and it's not, you know, it's it's not a mental gymnastics that you have to go through sometimes to, you know, live with some of the things that you've seen, some of the things that you might have done. You know, the guilt that comes in there, you know, the, the survivor's guilt, every, everything else that is, you know, is on the list of, of post-traumatic uh, symptoms. 
And so I want to talk a little bit about your music and, and how you got involved in these, these things. And, and we're talking here with, with Jason Moon about their new album out about Viet, for, for Vietnam veterans. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It starts off with a, with a song called, called Conscription. And for all of you that are out there, you uh, that were uh, from that era up until I think it was 69 or so when they eliminated the draft, um, we all lived with the the fear of your number being called. And so what I'm going to do is I wanted to play just a brief uh, portion of that, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about that more with Jason. So let's here's the song. I turned 18, I signed the card As U.S. law requires Seems like the wait's forever My nerves are taut as wires Will they reach my number From the birthday lottery Waiting for the summons That says it's time for me and will they call my name? When will I learn my fate? Will I come home again? All right, so that was conscription. And let's talk about, tell me about the person that, that motivated that song. That was a good friend of mine, John Zutz, a Milwaukee veteran and, and fellow combat engineer. And he actually um, helped found Warrior Songs uh, back in the day. And uh, I wanted to honor him. Uh, he'd been off the board for a while. And so I set him up with uh, Madison, Wisconsin songwriter Lisa Johnson, who had written for Volume 2 and is on our board of directors. And uh, they came up with this song based on John's poem, you know, and uh, and then they got a great Madison, Wisconsin group of veterans, uh, Vets on Frets, who all graduated the Guitars for Vets program together, that wonderful organization, and they performed it uh, on the CD. So that is, the, that's the story. And uh, I, I wasn't, it was so much of this was done during COVID that I was kind of out of the picture on some of these, so... Uh, but I know I know they went uh, round and round, and eventually the uh, Vets and Frets guys uh, got in on the songwriting project because mm -hmm. some of them were Vietnam veterans. The, the studio musicians who were going to record it were all Vietnam veterans. We felt for that first song it was important to have. So every voice you hear on that first song is a veteran, just for that first one. Okay. So the name of the album is The Last Thing We Ever Do, and lyrics that we probably shouted out loud anytime we... You know, had some downtime and and some adult beverages probably. <laughs> and yeah, so I I really I really enjoyed that song as well. Um, tell me a little bit about. You asked me to pick out some that I I, I really enjoyed. One was the um, disquieted mind. This yeah, this disquieted mind. That song still makes me cry. That uh, line. I've been told welcome home, but I don't remember where to go. It's so true for me. So this was a really special song. 
when I recovered from my suicide attempt, the first the major thing that helped me was the Soldier's Heart Retreat by Dr. Ed Tick, author of War and Soul. Ed Tick had also helped uh, Steve Gunn, who is the, the testimony giver of that song, the Vietnam veteran. And he's gone on to do amazing uh, things helping other veterans. And so I set him up with Jeff Mitchell. And I gave Jeff is a Milwaukee songwriter, brilliant Milwaukee songwriter. And I gave him the task. He first read all of Ed's books, then read all of uh, Steve's poetry, and then uh, and then write a song that both honors Steve's journey but recognizes you know the moral injury. So he just did a fantastic job of just. Um, really getting into that, um, you know, that's what happened. I get disquieted mind. I think it's a great way to describe PTSD. You know, it's just full of pain and, and moral injury. And, um, and how do you, how do you process that? What do you do with it? So, well, let's, let's, let's take a listen to, to the song disquieted mind here and come back. We'll talk a little bit more about that. to make this right but I'll try and every morning when I wake I'll try I've been wrong so many times and walked a crooked line but I'll try I'll try my brother said keep driving this don't mean nothing to you Moving through our separate gravity And the vertigo of the truth I did not look back to study your face And all that we were leaving behind But now I see you and I know what we've done For I have a disquieted mind I swear I tried But I got nothing to brag about Since I wrapped the wound my brothers as we burned your reality down And I would hold you blameless If you'd only want me gone But I was cold and you've been kind You have kept me warm on your floor if you'll let me in And I could never blame you if you want to send me back where I'm from But if you let me stay here I could build you something out of my love Take it or leave it It's a trivial gift But there's a thing that I'm building from silence And a hammer that cracks in the wind It's a full-time odd to bring this wreck to amends When it's plumb and square I will imagine you there Though I may never see you again I've been told Welcome home 
if you know So we're talking with uh, Jason Moon, and the music that you just heard was was a song called Disquieted Mind from uh, the new album from Warrior Songs called Last Thing We Ever Do. Wow. I, I, you know, that's one of those emotional songs that I, I can certainly understand why every time you listen to it, it, it just kind of wells up in you. It, 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 was my, it, it speaks to my experience coming home and then the, you know, the profoundity of that, that it is not about me and yet I find so much relatable to it. That's the genius of this, of this thing because the more things change, the more they stay the same and, and the pain caused by all this war and the, the harm it can do to the human spirit and the mind really, you know, what you called your weapon or, or how you ate your food or what the rain felt like becomes uh, incidental to, to, the, to the pain and the, and the, and the disquiet, you know, mm-hmm. the lack of peace. I mean, we all, all us veterans who suffer know that. So that's, it just, for me, it was very powerful. Well, I, I did want to, you know, let our audience know that not all of these songs are depressing. <laughs> Let's put no. it that way. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they're, they're telling, you know, amazing stories and emotional stories. And even the ones, you know, some of the um, melodies can, you know, can be a little bit. But, but it, I mean, obviously, they're talking about very serious topics. And, and some of the other ones, I thought one of the ones that I really liked was um, uh, Look Out, Sam. Oh, that was this. This one was amazing. And it played into the title, too, because he mentions that we all sang, uh, we got to get out of this place uh, if it's the last thing we ever do is obviously the next line. So that was um, Doug Bradley, who originally we actually had Country Joe McDonald involved in this song. Okay. COVID, he was old. He retired during COVID. And so that was a shame. So, But Doug Bradley wrote the 2015 Rolling Stone Rock and Roll Book of the Year. Um, we got to get out of this place, the soundtrack of Vietnam. And so I thought, what an amazing thing. We use music to heal. Let's get the guy who literally, quote, unquote, wrote the book on the Vietnam music. So I put him with um, Jake Brokey of American Feedback, who um, was actually going to originally write a song about um, Harley Davidson and motorcycle veterans. But the COVID, we couldn't uh, get the group together. That was the group writing song. So we paired him with Doug, and they came up with this amazing song. And it's all about um, how you know how the music, how it helped downrange, and, uh, and it's just so powerful because now we, when we get back, we use it's a song about a song, about a song. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have, uh, we had the privilege of talking with Doug Bradley on Veterans Radio when his book came out. You know, obviously, the music of our era is something that we we play quite often for bridges and so on and so forth and i've been constantly asking your generation of veterans give me music how can i attract your generation to our program 
I start sounding like my parents and my grandparents. <laughs> and, you know, I don't understand this stuff. <laughs> what, what is that? One of the things that's different, very different now, is the multiple ways that music can get to a person. You know, I think there was a narrower band of radio stations <laughs> that everyone was listening to back in Vietnam, where now there's like so many different ways. So I never felt like there was a really soundtrack of uh, Iraq. There was no. Um, Dispatches the general, I guess, would be the close thing, closest thing. Yeah, that would. Who, who was that? There was, there was a group out there that we we talked to a long time ago. Something something four, and I can't remember what the rest of their name was. I'd have to go back into our archives and find it. But yeah, they they were talking about the generals and so on and so forth. That was that was one of the songs we did have to edit. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so there wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of mainstream music that, that got it. But from reading Doug's book, it, you know, uh, he's got that great passage where they're all betting that opening passage. It's, it's a very great book, and so you realize that this, this music was an escape. And I played shows, uh, I played comedy shows, and I made music shows down in Iraq, and that's what everybody would say, you know, for that four hours that. Specialist Moon is being goofy and singing his songs down here in the desert. I'm not hungry. I'm not tired. You know, I'm not in. I'm not in Iraq for these four minutes. And so this song, I think, really gets to that. How like those little pieces of break from the monotony that it, the entertainment, the music, it, it brought everybody together, and it um, and it gave you just a moment of respite to share in some humanity outside of outside yeah. of the day. Well, let's let's play a little bit of uh, Lookout Sam, and and we're going to take a break. So after you hear the music for uh, Lookout Sam, you're going to hear our little our Medal of Honor segment, and when we come back, we're going to be talking again with Jason Moon, all about his new album from Warrior Songs called Last Thing We Ever Do. So you're listening to Veterans Radio, and we'll be right back. Just a kid from the East Coast PA His daddy wore a long face from combat before Now he's in line to serve some complicated war Look out Sam, they got us on the run I've got a pen, you can't keep the gun Far from home, the war may come in space And we all sing, we gotta get out of this place Soon he would find himself with troops from different shores Motown City to Hillbilly and rock and roll below Together in bloody battle and musical escape Horror scenes and hot the trains A day's bitter end Albums, tapes, DJs played on the AFBN Just for a while they would help you feel at home Look out Sam, we're staring down a gun Running through the jungle that we can't outrun Far from home, the music gives us praise, and we all. Sing 
saying we gotta get out of this place given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. Marine Corps Sergeant Daniel Matthews became a one-man army before being killed. Details after this. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. Participating in a counterattack against a firmly entrenched and well-concealed North Vietnamese force, Matthews fearlessly advanced in the attack until his squad was pinned down by a murderous sweep of fire from an enemy machine gun. Observing that the deadly fire prevented a corpsman from removing a wounded man in the open area, Matthews worked his way to the base of the hostile and machine gun emplacement leaped onto the rock formation surrounding the gun, and single-handedly charged the hostile emplacement with his rifle. Although severely wounded when the enemy brought a withering hail of fire to bear upon him, he continued his one-man assault, and firing his rifle with deadly effectiveness, succeeded in killing two of the enemy, routing a third, and completely silencing the enemy weapon, thereby enabling his comrades to evacuate the stricken Marine to a safe position. Matthews succumbed to his wounds, before aid could reach him. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio. Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative. Maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help, but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. We can all help someone going through a difficult time. Learn how you can be there for veterans. Visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. VeteransCrisisLine.net A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs.
So we're back here on Veterans Radio. Our guest is Jason Moon, and Jason is the founder of WarriorSongs.org, a nonprofit organization where they take veteran stories and they pair up a veteran with songwriters and musicians and singers and so forth and put out these songs that are I strongly encourage everybody who's listening today to go to warriorsongs.org. The music is is wonderful. Uh, it explains a lot of things. It's, you're getting into the soul of these veterans, uh, men and women, different races, different backgrounds, everything. And they've got a whole series of of CDs out there that we're looking at. One was called "If If You Have to Ask." Then we have "Women at War." We have "Veterans of Color." Collateral Damage, Native and Indigenous Voices, Broken, one each, <laughs> and, and Rainbow Warriors, and then finally Tales from the Combat Zone. So there's a whole section of, of music available to you. We are obviously focusing on the last thing we ever do, which is all about Vietnam veterans. Welcoming Jason back after our break. Just to, just to clarify, those, those volumes are planned. The ones you just read off are our planned volumes. We have every intention. And this is done. We'll have 11 volumes. And we will have, we believe we'll have the most inclusive and eclectic um, military experience ever documented. Our goal is that no matter what you look like, how you love, who you are, where you come from, color your skin, what you believe in, where you serve, what your injury is, doesn't matter. You're going to find at least one song in this volume where the person represents you. Well, I... Uh... That's a that's that's a that's a tremendous task that you've set for yourself there. But we we really like here at Veterans Radio. We love to promote veteran produced music, going all you know, all the way back to Michael J. Martin and and you know, Sarge Lindgren and, and as you mentioned, uh, there's so many other ones out there that we talked about. Uh, you mentioned Doug Bradley with his book. You know, we got to get out of this place, which was the theme song of Vietnam. Uh, for the Vietnam veterans. And one of the songs that's in this album that I thought was so powerful was uh, entitled Seeds of Peace. Tell me about Seeds of Peace. This is this song it, was, it, it, if you don't cry during this one, folks. <laughs> it changed, yeah, I mean, this changed my life. This song, um, all these songs do, but this one um, opened up a new window for me personally healing in terms of my own moral injury. I went to Vietnam with um, Chuck Toysh. He was a mortar man with the infantry, fought around Da Nang, and he started a nonprofit called Children's Library International. Since the late 80s, he started going over back over there by himself without government support and started trying to rebuild. And so he started building libraries and attaching them to the poorest schools. You listeners don't know in Vietnam, public school is free till noon lunch and then the kids of means go on for tutoring and the kids without means they go back to the field so these libraries serve as places where these kids can go and grow it and he focuses on areas where were heavily bombed or affected during the war so i went back and it happened to be his 20th anniversary tour and here we are and i wish i had my notes in front of me um we were at oh yeah here we go we're at a Quan luton restaurant in duck Thau, um, vietnam and Here's Chuck, and he's talking to this NVA um, soldier who was, a, a, you know, uh, running was the ex-principal of the school. He built a library at, and of course, I know they fought against each other, you know, writ large, right? They were on opposite sides of the war. But as this meal is progressing, 
and of course he's a he's a German from Milwaukee, so we're drinking lots of beer uh, with the our Vietnamese friends, and there's about thirty people, fifteen from each delegation, and they are you know they're in true friendship. They're drinking games and they're hugging and we're laughing. And as they progress, it turns out that when they say they fought against each other, they don't mean you know just on either side. They start pointing to the hill. Oh, I had my mortar over here. And this guy's forts and blue hair, they were literally killing each other directly in combat. These people may have had tattoos of their brothers that the other person literally put in the ground. And here they are, 30 years later, laughing, drinking, embracing as, as brothers and celebrating building uh, eight or nine libraries in the poorest areas of Da Nang that were poor because they were so heavily bombed by us. And they were playing this drinking game, and then I got in, uh, I got on the bus, and we'd just gone to the My Lai Massacre thing, so that really impacted me. And I took out my pen, and this song just poured on me. Uh, and then, so I shared it with the Chuck on the bus right there. He was really busy, as you can imagine, taking a tour across Vietnam. But uh, he liked it, so we had this plan to come back to Vietnam, because what I found as an Iraq war veteran is that by witnessing and helping with reconciliation work in Vietnam, I was having healing from my moral injury. And I always thought I would have to go back to Iraq to do that, which is inaccessible to me right now um, because of politics and PTSD. But here I was in Vietnam having this immense healing by helping just, you know, any, any, uh, any rebuilding of our destruction. So, so I, I, in my mind, we were going back to Vietnam. My whole family changed our entire life schedule. We are going back to Vietnam for a year, and I wanted to build reconciliation programs for veterans. We'd take them on 14-day retreats to Vietnam. They could go visit some sites, and they'd do our, our, uh, the retreats there. And then, of course, uh, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So all of that shuts down, and I'm like, great, I have this wonderful song written in Vietnam. I really want it to be an international peace song, but I can't get to Vietnam. So I start uh, talking to various people who I know in the music business. Uh, my former, the guy who produced um, Trying to Find My Home, Jonathan Lubner, happens to know this Dutch guy um, who happens to know Sun Mock of the Saigon, of the International, God, I can't, I want to make sure I say it right, the International Saigon Orchestra. Do you have it on your notes? I want to get it right. Um, I think it was the... International Saigon Orchestra. Goodness yeah. gracious, I don't have it on here. Anyway, he's this preeminent, you know, he's a very renowned conductor, and he takes uh, some of the best players of Saigon's fine uh, arts community and creates the traditional Vietnamese instruments on this track. At the same time, a school that had had an English-speaking competition when I was with Chuck in, in doing a tour of Vietnam they lost their funding for their annual scholarship. I had judged a, a, a talent competition for the English club where they did skits in English. And, and I had got to pick the winners as a, as a musician. And so they lost their funding because the Vietnam veteran who always funded them couldn't come because of COVID. And the combat engineer, engineer in me just said, no, no, this isn't happening. So I contacted my board and I said, how about we do a singing competition? And this is how we find the singers. So we held a, uh, scholarship competition and five uh, young uh, singers won and they got scholarships that year so they didn't lose their scholarship program and so Sun Mok went up to Da Nang and brought these young girls from uh, I wish I could remember the name of the school but uh, 
and they got the time of their life. We took them to Da Nang, we bought them dinner, put them up in a great hotel, and they got to sing with the renowned conductor of the Saigon Orchestra directing it, and now they're on an international song. I, I was going to ask it, because uh, just to let our audience know, you can see a, a music video of this song on uh, the warriorsong.org website, and it's down below. It's it's a it's it's really well done, and I I didn't know if it was was done in Vietnam or you you were doing it with some ex expatriates that were living here. So it, it was, was it was recorded in Vietnam. It was recorded. So we, I recorded my guitar in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. We shipped it to Saigon with Sun Mock, where the instruments were. Then it went up to Da Nang, and then it came back to uh, Wisconsin, where we mixed it all together. And I, I think it's probably the finest work I've done and some of the most impactful on me to just have two formerly warring nations, people literally trying to kill each other 30 years ago, working together towards the same goal to just you know, bring education and the opportunity to the children in those communities. It's just, I don't know. If that's all I do with the rest of my life, I will <laughs> Well, it, it is certainly something to be proud of. So let's take a, we're going we're to go right to that song right now, play it out for you folks. So here is Seeds of Peace. Let us build. Let us grow. When the seeds of peace every world you sow. Let us sing together so the world will we once destroyed Replace the landmines With books and toys Joyful singing And the battle's noise Let us create Where we once destroyed Let us hope And let us pray
Jason, that that is one of the most powerful songs I have heard in a long time. That is that that was awesome. The United Saigon Orchestra. I wanted to make sure I say it right. Okay, uh, United Saigon Audience, and I'm going to. As soon as COVID lifts, we are, we have already begun work with. We consulted with Doctor Ed Tick and a few other people who've gone back to Vietnam. We will be creating 14-day healing retreats where we want to take uh, three or four Vietnam veterans, three or four next generation, you know, other generation mm-hmm. veterans, back to Vietnam and, and work with the community. And as soon as I get back, I want to go back and play some songs on Sunset Heat tour of Vietnam and do a couple shows. Uh, I think they, that- they are also excited about this song uh, from their side uh, as much as I am. I would, I would think so. Um, you know, I, I I know we're running up against the clock now, and and as as we include these songs, it kind of condensing it down. I'm going to have to do some editing at some point, but I wanted you to pick out uh, one of the songs that that is left that you would really like to talk about. Uh, one song I think uh, probably one of uh, the ones I would like to talk about is "Cracks and Patches." This is the difficult song. And okay. I was lucky enough to know um, Brent McKinnon, or Mac, they call him. He's a wonderful author. He's a a Vietnam vet, uh, of course, and he's a Marine veteran. And he is currently dying of aging toward cancer as we speak. He is terminal cancer, um, untreatable, and he's just, you know, waiting out his final days on this earth. And uh, But he's an author, and he agreed to give testimony to... Uh, two of my oldest friends and musical partners that I started playing with back in freshman year in college, <laughs> however long ago that was, Aaron Baron Paul was nasty. So just that the honesty and the, and the self-acceptance that comes from that injury of Agent Orange poisoning can, can honor us with the, you know, his last words in the song. We don't know how much time he's left, but it's finite. We all are finite, but his is, his is ending soon, so... Yeah, I just this, you know, the honesty and the sincerity, and I think it just helps all of us, all of us who served in war, Iraq. We're all going to go a little earlier because of the stress and because of the burn pits and because of all this stuff. And so, it's something that we all, as veterans, are going to have to come to terms with. Yeah, it's it. Yes, <laughs> it is. You know, when you when you think about the experience, whether it was you know two days or. 20 years in the service and the things that you're exposed to and the people that you're exposed to, the stress that you're, you're, you're constantly exposed to. Um, it, it takes its toll. And, it you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's like the tires, you know, you're running down yeah. the tread. People my age right now are saying the warranty is starting to run out on some of yeah. our, you know, some of our body parts. And so we just have to be cautious. But I think that, I would suggest to our audience to go to warriorsongs.org, get this album, get some of the other albums that that Jason has produced, and I think it's going to give you it's going to give you peace, and it's going to give you an opportunity to see that you are not the only one. And this is what I thought Jason was addressing earlier on. Even though uh, in Vietnam the, the 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 difference between that and now is that we went over as individuals and we came back as individuals, but we finally found each other again. And I think that you're going to find strength in this music. And I suggest that you find strength by reaching out to some of the other veterans in wherever it is that you live, because they can help you. 
and you, you know you don't have to necessarily go to the VA. You don't necessarily have to go to you know to therapy or anything like that. And I'm not you know downplaying that at all. But the idea is that the first Vietnam veterans meeting that I went to was 35 years after I got out of the service. And I went in and I looked around the room and I said, holy mackerel, we all look alike. <laughs> and I said, I think this is where I belong for, a, you know, and I've been there for a long time now. But that's what these things do. These talk about this music reaches out to us and it's going to pull you in. And I think it's going to make you feel better about yourself and about what we did there. And um, I'd just like to reiterate that all of our products and music is free to veterans. And this includes if you are a civilian and you have a veteran that you think needs help, just give us their address and say that, and, and we will send it for free. Since 2010, we've given up 50,000 copies of this CD and we've prevented 34 confirmed suicide. That's confirmed from the individual. So That's pretty powerful. So how do we help out? How can our well, audience help you guys? You can go to warriorsongs.org, and uh, that's where you can see all of the stuff and listen to the songs. You can pre-order the CD. It comes out August 8th, but you can pre-order it, um, or you can buy it when it comes out. Um, it'll be out on iTunes and Amazon and everywhere music is. Uh, so you can make a donation there if you like. Uh, we have a, uh, so if you're a veteran, you just go and you download it and you put $0.00 and zero cents and it's free. And if you're a civilian, you're on the honor system and you put in whatever you want, you know. If it's a dollar, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, don't matter, whatever you want, it all goes to our programming. Everyone at Gloria Songs is a volunteer. There's no paid salary, so it all goes to how we give them away for free. So that's right. You can listen to um, Volume 1, 2, and 3 uh, on the site and get those and learn more about our retreats and the outreach I do. Um, if you're someone who has community access, you can contact me and I'll come out to your community and we can work on... Uh, I travel all over the country. I do songwriting workshops with veterans. I uh, do my, my presentations and concerts. So that's another way you can, you can get me involved in your well, I think I think it's a great idea, and I, I love hopefully Ann Arbor. <laughs> we're going to bring you. We'll bring you out here, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, I think the guys down here would really enjoy uh, the men and women in our organization would enjoy being able to talk to you. We have started a program out here. We call "There I Was," and it's starting to record stories of everybody, and it's uh, it's been so. Some of these guys says I hadn't told that story in years, and then we had relatives that started showing up at our recordings and i never knew that about dad or about mom anything we can do we carry it right we carry it for 35 <laughs> years thinking no but that's the if there's one thing i could leave your viewers with i know you got to add some stuff but uh is that that's where the suicide comes from it's the isolation and the idea that we can't share this pain but what pain the pain that we have we feel we have to carry by ourselves we let veterans when we find ways for veterans creatively get this off their chest, um, they begin to heal. They come out of that isolation. That's where the suicide prevention begins. So Absolutely. Absolutely. These stories just show up, hear them. The veterans know they're not alone. They stop carrying it. We all carry it. You know? mm -hmm. these, these wars were fought in the names of every single American. And every That's right. So we're just, we're just help. We're helping everybody carry the load. 
So I want to thank Jason Moon for being on Veterans Radio today. The album is The Last Thing We Ever Do. You can uh, get it at warriorsongs.org. There's music videos on there of some of the songs and all the other CDs that has been produced. Jason, thank you so very much for being on Veterans Radio. Thank you so much, Dale, and we'll see you in about two years. You have me back on when uh, Veterans of Color comes out? Absolutely. Talk about that. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's Veterans Radio program. That was, uh, I found it fascinating to listen to Jason Moon talk about his organization, warriorsongs.org. Go there, check out their CDs, watch their videos. I think you're going to really find a, a friend uh, that maybe it'll maybe it'll help you out a little bit. So this is the end of Veterans Radio. We're going to go out with one of their songs uh, called Welcome to the World. Uh, until next week, you are dismissed. I woke up this morning in a far foreign land, left my lady crying for a place called Vietnam, got a big state of fight for victory. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.